All right. Hey, so uh, in London there, I was, uh, I was <laughs> trying to see if I could find a, an ounce of weed. I had a buddy I'd met <clears throat> London, Ontario when I was going to college, Fanshawe, looking for some marijuanas. First year in, <laughs> I, uh, I had a buddy. Um, um, I, uh, he hooks me up. He's like, I know a guy. He can sell you an ounce. Here's his number and stuff. And so I text him. And he's like, yo, meet me at the strip mall around the corner. I was like, all right, sounds okay, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I guess typical. We're going to meet in public, sure. Yeah. It's kind of hard to sign people in in the dorms there at that point anyways. So it was, a, it was all right spot. Anyways, I figured when I went there, though, you know, I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't see anyone sketchy. I'm the only sketchy person hanging out here. <laughs> I'm like texting, you know, you here? He's like, oh, come meet me around back. Around back. Shit. Hopefully I don't get jumped at this strip mall. Yeah. Looking around, I didn't, I'd never even looked around down the street. And so <clears throat> there's just like a road going this way and a road going this way. Yeah. And I'm going around the corner and this way. Right in the strip mall, there's like a FedEx. Yeah. FedEx, there's an alleyway there. Okay. And so immediately from the sidewalk, as soon as I look down this alleyway, I can see him. He's coming down. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, this is the guy, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to just bail. I should have probably just bailed on this guy, but I was desperate at this point. So I roll up on this guy and I'm like, maybe I can do this quick and get out of here. You yeah. know? And as I'm walking past the FedEx, there's like the front of the FedEx, there's this alley, and then there's dumpsters here, right? Yeah. And then the parking lot of the FedEx is here, like just right in front of the dumpsters. So he... He was hiding from the trucks, kind of, but like it was just like an open space there. And he's like got a whole big, like a probably like a quarter pound of weed sitting there. He's got a scale, baggies all out on the ground, weighing up. What? And, uh, and he, yeah, he's like, yeah, man, one second, I just gotta weigh up these. He's weighing up different ounces. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, do you not have a home? <laughs> High school kid. And I'm just like. Yeah, I'm like super sketched. Yeah, I think he was. I'm like super sketched out, yeah. and uh, like, and I'm I'm like making things worse probably because I'm just like looking around. Like, Gotta get out of here, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so somehow, awesome. like no one said anything. Just, just, it was like crazy. Sells me an ounce, no problem. And every time this guy fucking he he'd be like. <laughs> just thought it sounded cool yeah yeah it's brown <laughs> that's what one guy said when he was telling me one time it's brown i don't know what he was thinking saying it <laughs> but yeah i can't hear you right now might be having technical difficulties <laughs> it looks like dirt <laughs> Yo, the second time though, yeah. the guy tells me to meet him at an elementary school in the yeah. fucking playground of an elementary school near his house. I take the bus from college to this fucking place. 
where yeah. this guy's at. He hands me the weed, an ounce of weed, in a piece of paper, half the size of the weed. Like, it was, it was open, all just out, you know, wrapped in this <laughs> just big had to yellow throw piece it in of your paper. <laughs> I had to put it in, I, I had a backpack. I had to put it in my backpack and ride, a, ride the bus home with that. Loose. I was like, I told my friend who'd hooked me up. I was like, never again, man. That dude is whack job. I'm not buying from that guy. You, you need to find me someone else to buy from because you're an asshole for even telling me to do that. Was it good butt at least? <laughs> it was actually pretty good. It was good butt. So I went back to him another day. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't have went twice if it wasn't good. Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. That's dope. But yeah, there's enough yeah. good butt. <laughs> but that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, for sure. Sounds like me. Uh, dealing buds. Yeah. <laughs> You'll hear more about that soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technical difficulties are Be back Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. We had technical difficulties earlier, so welcome to the Rap Drugs Pod Live. We're late. Live. Uh, I think it's 4:20 Japan time, maybe, or somewhere in the middle of the Pacific yeah. Ocean. It's 4:20. If you're on a boat, we're smoking working. out there. We're here for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you're coming in live today, maybe you should check it out earlier next Sunday. We usually come in live earlier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, check out at, uh, you know, if you're up 420 a.m. Pacific, take that first toke or uh, 720 Eastern time. Check on the feed and you'll find out uh, when we're going live. <laughs> if we're not up, you'll, you'll notice nothing's there. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'll notice we're sleeping in <laughs> yeah exactly but appreciate you coming out and uh putting up with us really thankful for the fans we got so far we see the youtube keeps climbing we like you guys for putting up with the video quality we've got for now uh if you can't tell we're making things better every week bringing in some cool stuff always yeah. uh so keep sending those funds to paypal.me slash rap drugs pod so we can get more cool shit like uh, this from an actual uh, Wiz Khalifa and Currency concert on the 2009 tour in uh, London, Ontario. Yeah. Call back. <laughs> Lots of dope smokers there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were smoking some weed in the crowd at that show. Yeah. But oh, craziest thing A lot thing of future Someone... rap drug pod listeners there. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody passed out in the fucking audience right by us. Yeah. Like, we... I had to like elbow oh, people yeah. out of the way for the joint that was much earlier like and i like gripped onto it hard and my buddy nice simps was like up top like uh this big black guy like i'm lucky i got cool friends oh, yeah. <laughs> so he helped out and fucking muscled people yeah. off the top and i had the bottom covered and uh we managed to get away with that bad boy nice so some free merch and there i couldn't find any Murder. merch for sale at the concert either which was brutal but yeah, yeah. In the middle Wiz of only the... throws stuff away for free. Exactly. It's all for free. Because <laughs> he, he wants you to throw some free weed on the stage. <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually... Uh, yeah. <laughs> before I get into the story of throwing weed on the stage at the Juicy J concert in London, also Wiz Khalifa, like that was way back their 2050 oh, yeah. tour. But yeah, with the currency Wiz, this nice. girl passed out behind us. Like we had blazed before we got inside and took some edibles. And uh, I think my buddy Sims had a, like 
a blunt he was smoking on his own, which he took inside <laughs> and was smoking. But we, yeah, we just had a few beers, but this girl behind us just like passed out and hit the floor mid show. And, uh, yeah, no and then way. she got carted off and nothing happened. Everybody was back to party and it was dope. I don't think they even noticed it on stage. Like real professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Currency yeah. and whiz stoned out of their mind. <laughs> yeah. With the McQueen bottle. They didn't even know. 2009, right they on were like, oh, there goes the people with the purple drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like back from my uh, university days listening to How Fly. Those guys, those, that was the soundtrack to my life, these guys. So that was good. But yeah. uh, before that, when I was growing up as a kid, 3-6 Mafia was so dope. And uh, the Holly, Hollywood or Hollyweed, I don't know what the fuck their show was called. Adventures in Hollywood? Hollyhood? Uh, yeah. And Juicy J and DJ Paul were like pretending to get like famous or like they were already famous and won an Academy Award. <laughs> so <laughs> Juicy J was like taking acting classes and DJ Paul was just chilling out, smoking weed and checking shit out. Nice. Really good MTV show that was hilarious. But uh, <laughs> I love Juicy J and he ended up hooking up with Wiz. So I had actually seen Wiz with... Mac Miller and Kendrick Lamar earlier in the summer in Toronto. Great live show with swimming pools and Mac Miller did his like Macadelic album. Um, rest in peace. Nice. And uh, Wiz did a lot of the same songs he did in the next show in the 2050 tour. This was the Under the Influence tour that I first went to. And uh, at the 2050 tour, Juicy J was opening for Wiz. And so in London, surprisingly, it was like a pretty emptied out venue because you weren't allowed to smoke in it and shit. And I had brought a ton <laughs> of joints in. Like I filled a cigarette pack up with like joints. So I had like 15 joints and I had like yeah. one, my stupid bucket hat, like just some fucking camp, yeah. uh, some beige looking one and just like a white button up shirt kind of like this. Like a, so I was just the whitest guy in there. Went over to the left speaker because Juicy J was coming out to the speaker. And like, so I fought my way to the top, was filming him. He started talking to me. I like dropped my Blackberry phone in my pocket and like try to pass him a joint. He's like, he goes to grab me. He's like, it's too hot in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't, get, don't get busted smoke, man. Because they were taking people out for smoking. Oh, like, yeah. They weren't allowed to smoke he was, there. So he warned you. The show. GCJ's a G. Yeah. So I was, but I was throwing mad joints on the stage, but he was so dope. Yeah. And he did like the slob on my knob song. And then like, it was the, at the time, uh, he brought the girls up on stage to shake their ass and twerk. And it was like the start of that Drake song. Put your nose on my keyboard. What you following me for? Me for. <laughs> <laughs> what you bothering me for? <laughs> to say no fucking sing along. Boom, 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 boom. So yeah, he'd play that and just the girls would go nuts shaking their asses and then he'd sing slob on my knob. It was just so yeah. dope. So dope. I'm so glad I saw him live. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, great times in London at concerts and uh, some shenanigans too <laughs> with the whole college things. Yeah, and, uh, I miss the Fanshawe riots though. I had some friends who were there. You might have heard about him on Jimmy Kimmel way back in the day uh, when it happened. He he even talked about it. 
and like I guess Gumby, there was someone in a Gumby suit there dancing and stuff. That was big at the time. <laughs> but uh, a friend from Chatham actually was one of the people who participated in flipping a CTV vehicle. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it got lit on fire and destroyed. And another buddy was there. He was like, yeah, it all started because uh, things were getting a little nuts on St. Patrick's Day and people started going on the roofs and the cops were asking people to get off and they started throwing stuff at the cops. Oh uh, yeah, that's <laughs> so the their cops fault. left cops and came back in plain, plain clothes. <laughs> and then they got, then <laughs> yeah. the cops escalated things a lot. And I guess like people started throwing furniture off their roofs and like fires were starting and then someone threw a propane tank on a fire and it just like that blew up and like the road was destroyed and had to get replaced and people got kicked out of school awesome. like my buddy i got on house arrest Sweet. <laughs> it was wild Played the system yeah exactly <laughs> meanwhile uh i was in windsor og a cancel culture <laughs> we got <Okay>. our fucking hanger <laughs> canceled <laughs> so so yeah oh Me, yeah nice basically what happened it was it was the dumbest thing that could have ever happened and like i can't believe we we just had no brain at whatsoever so i went yeah. to U university of windsor uh it's a border city so you could go across the border and grab like cheap liquor so like when we had a kegger we ended up also getting a bunch of cheap liquor and making some super strong ass like uh, grape juice jungle juice so it was grape flavored jungle juice and the girls at the party were referring to it as rape juice they just made the g silent so no one was harmed at the kegger that i'm aware of none of this shenanigans was going on it was just a joke that somebody had made which was very inappropriate <laughs> the silent g was stupid <laughs> So yeah, the next kegger, um, they, they end up trying to cancel my, my roommate, my musician roommate. Uh, he's from Florida. His parents were from Leamington. So he was there for like a dual citizenship kind of thing. But he's been playing piano since he was like two. And uh, he was doing music therapy. So he was in already with like the woke crowd, you know, the artsy type. So uh, <laughs> this was way back yeah. in 2010. My, my dumbass uh, doormate, who I'll, I'll tell you guys more about that guy too. He wasn't my doormate for long. Uh, he made the Facebook event public and was advertising like a raffle for a bong <laughs> and like just shit like that. So like we had no liquor license. We had no insurance. <laughs> we didn't have the OLG on board, but we're like advertising a kegger on Facebook, like within like basically on the university campus, we were one street off, like living down the street from a professor and shit. <laughs> so it, it escalated enough that like he was getting into trouble with the school and uh, the cops ended up coming to our place. <laughs> like one weekday morning, like before it was going down to like kind of muscle us, shake us down. And uh, <laughs> the windows were wide open and we were blasting some fucking, like probably Juicy J mixtape, Rubber Band Business to <laughs> go get that check yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a good mixtape but yeah we were blasting that shit just busting up weed on the table probably had a few bongs out like i know personally i had multiple bongs and uh we were either rolling up a big blunt or using the bongs there was like five of us 
and we end up coming out on uh, the balcony because we hear someone knocking and there's these fucking cops there. <laughs> Normally we would just like tell people to come in. I think we might've been telling them to come in, like, come on in. And they're like, no, you don't want us to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could see us through the window and hear what's going on. So we come out in our shirts and they shake us down and uh, we end up just deciding to, to call the thing off. Uh, but we still hang out on our front yard. We still already bought the keg. Uh, so we end up like having a keg with some roommates or maybe we bought the liquor. I don't remember what the hell we bought, but <laughs> it was some dumb shit. It was there. And I was at in Windsor missing out on this beautiful Fanshawe riot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, my friends were flipping over vehicles and my wife's uh, roommates were <laughs> watching explosions. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, good times, good times. <laughs> but uh, probably not as good of times as the times when Nikola Tesla was alive. If you were <laughs> a scientist, like probably Those awful times, times if you probably awful times if you weren't a white man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in America. Yeah. And even still, I think he was alive during most of the depression and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a rough life. Yeah, very rough life to be honest. Dope scientist though. Not good times busy, at all. Uh, yeah, he was dope busy scientist. making dope ass shit. Yeah, dope scientist. Making glowing birds and fucking not electricity. like us making degenerates <laughs> drunker at kegs and uh, inventing cancel culture yeah. <laughs> by saying retarded stuff like rape juice. <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah. what we i can't believe how dumb we were way to go stupid ass roommate dormate what a jackass that guy's a retard that's what you get you live <laughs> maybe you he actually is mentally challenged pod starts throwing parties no one will cancel those yeah exactly project x style they'll come we'll keep partying <laughs> we'll just dose the cops yeah we'll burn them to the ground yeah dose the cops mm. <laughs> pre-party you just fucking we're gonna we know where they get coffee from. We're going to put LSD on every brat in the city. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put it on their gun because we know they'll be like, oh, like before every shift, that's what cops do. They're like, is it worth it? <laughs> yeah. That's the, only way they can, that's the only way they can ejaculate. They're like, oh. That's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Only those pussy cops that shoot people. Like, how do you, like, I can't believe you become a cop if you're going to be someone who shoots somebody. Like, what a fucking dick. Like, why don't you just become, like, something cool, like a fucking mafia hitman or join the military and go overseas? Like, like you don't have to Didn't be a cop it. to kill somebody. Didn't pass the psyche, Val. That, there, isn't there that for cops, too? <laughs> there should be. <laughs> yeah. It's more lenient. True. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Probably. You're right. Depends they, what they usually learn the first time from the military psyche valve. Yeah. If it's Connecticut. <laughs> they do the police one. They're prepared. Oh, yeah, exactly. They <laughs> practice stuff. They're not going to fail it again. Yeah. They know just what to say. Can't walk in there and tell them I want to kill people. Yeah, just, just like John. I'm okay with it. Yeah, exactly. Just like John G. Trump to the FBI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, should we. Uh, 
I should quit, quit going on a tangent. Uh, Which one's John G? His John uncle? G is the uh, uncle yeah, of the Donald thief. Trump. A great uncle, maybe, but he—I'm pretty sure he's an uncle. The thief. Well, yeah. Is he a thief? Like, did we he don't just know. Work at MIT? It's speculation. It's speculation <laughs> that he's a thief. He just ended up with the uh, the files somehow. They probably. He was just working around, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. He was I, assigned to it. To be honest, there's so much of Tesla's life that's like controversial. This is no surprise whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. At least to me. I mean, he was probably doing psychedelics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Who? John G. Trump or Tesla or obviously. both? <laughs> both. Unlocking the keys to the universe. They knew yeah. what was up. Yeah, exactly. Definitely Tesla. Visualizing. That guy had some whack ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, some wild shit, eh? He was a, such a visionary. Yeah. Other than the death beam, he was. what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What was yeah, his plan? That was so funny. He well, was all about just, uh, he was about um, nuclear deterrent before it was nuclear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. His death beam was the idea at World War II. So yeah, he was like, World War II. so it was nuclear. There was nuclear yeah. stuff. Yeah, You're right. That was the long-term goal of death beam type of. Uh, I don't even understand a death beam though. Like, where are you gonna put it? Did it ride on like a the back of a truck or something or like? No, I think it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like. Does the, it shoot into space and reflect back down to Earth? I don't understand yeah, how you fucking use. That's things. the that would be the idea. <laughs> that's way too elaborate. Or like you fly a plane over and you just death beam below. Plane like, would make sense, kind of. <laughs> it just like lights everything on fire, <laughs> thousands of feet below. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they probably got death beam satellites. Let's be real yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. We're living on a Death Star. They, like they don't. The <laughs> Earth is robotic. Let's be honest. Yeah. This is we know all it's fake. hollow. It's there a simulation. In the 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 north and the south. Yeah. Well, it's a simulation, Todd. Have you been to the bottom of the ocean? Has anyone you know no. been to the bottom of the ocean? How deep have they been? <laughs> you think it ends a little bit further yeah. than there and they're in on it? I don't know. Probably. You heard it here yeah. first on the Rap Drugs pod. The ocean isn't as deep as they say. <laughs> and you can probably swim in lava too. That's actually extremely shallow. Yeah. You can probably swim in lava. Lava's probably yeah. fine to drink even. Just buy our uh, limited edition lava suits at Rap Drugs pod. Yeah, exactly. He's like, the Bong Toke production shirt, that's why it costs so much. It's lava retardant. <laughs> <laughs> lava retardant. Yeah. But yeah, they're. Uh, I don't know if anyone's actually lying to you about that stuff, but if you believe in flat earth, you should believe in uh, shallow oceans. Yeah. How does yeah. deep oceans make sense with a flat earth? Like, wouldn't it be like at least like kind of like perping like a little angle down or something like oh. or well it's like a big is it all puck, water yeah. around the edge of us like it's i don't a, understand it's a big it. puck. yeah apparently the edge is all ice it's if a you giant ice circular ice wall my question that sounds cool but my biggest question is like if you flew to japan and then you flew and you flew to uk and you've flown to uk from japan and you're flat earther do you still believe the earth is flat or does that like just debunk it? Like you just what need do you a mean? flight around the world to debunk it. What's the problem? Well, if flat they, earthers just flew around the world know, one they've time. Thought about all they this, man. they have conferences, man. No, but they, I want they, them. I want them to have, do they have the flight flying around the world to get to the conference that they have. So a national conference. 
They're fucking, these guys have thought about this stuff. See, they think that the airplane companies are all in on this scheme with the UN to make everybody think that the world is flat. So the radars trick the pilots into thinking that when they're flying around the earth, they're actually flying in a circle. That sounds really expensive. Yeah, I know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool, though. Logan Paul went to one of the conferences, eh? He's a flat earther, I think, or at least nice. pretends to be. It's a really good discourse <laughs> thing. Well, yeah, that's everyone's pretending. Like, yeah, I think Shaq, too. Yeah, they're probably Q, also. Yeah. <laughs> or Antifa, vote for whatever, whatever fake Kanye. shit they believe in. Yeah. Kanye is gonna be president in ten states. <laughs> He's gonna secede. Yeah, that's the Northwest. True. No, the the Northwest <laughs> and Virginia. <laughs> so dope though. Yeah. I think the USA should break up. Just split off all the those uh. Any country that's any state that has a deficit, eliminate from the union. Yeah. And start over. <laughs> yeah, eliminate them and they can join when they pay off their deficit. Yeah. When they exactly. pay off their loan. Now exactly. is what it is. Directly to the US deficit. That's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they you pay just, off the trillion dollars. They should just pretend oh, there's Apple, no deficit. You know how anymore. Apple has two trillion? You just make a Can't wealth tax of fifty percent for any company that's over one trillion. You just seize Apple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's genius. That's genius. Well, yeah. we know it's a government front anyway. They should they should just take Google from an alphabet company and tell them they have to buy it back. Like that's the that's how we solve these problems. I know I talk about <laughs> Elon Musk and te- Tesla uh, being a government front a lot, but. Yeah, I really honestly think Apple's much more likely to be a government front because Steve Jobs and Tim Cook are both robots. They're robots? Yeah. Like Bill Gates is a normal person. Yeah. But Steve Jobs is well, just an like idea. Well, he's like a genuine, you know, Steve Rogers. Yeah. Steve Jobs, I don't even think is real. I'm like he's just a... Sure unless he was, he was on, always a hologram. Yeah. Unless he was always on mushrooms and acid, like... <laughs> or is the most autistic person ever that he lives in an alternate reality? Like, how did he come up with all this um, insane stuff? Like, iPod, iPhone, iPad, like, blowjobs. Bill Burr's got a good uh, <laughs> blowjob. Bill Burr's got a good bit on that. Have you yeah? ever heard that one? The okay. Steve Jobs bit? No, I don't want to steal his you material have it? either. I probably have it. Not... It's... it's good? But it, the... The gist is that he's saying Steve Jobs didn't come up with any of that. He told people to come up with it. Nice. Well, that's most likely. <laughs> that is the most likely yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time. There's a bunch of dope-ass engineers that worked at Apple. Or he, didn't it's he a steal government... like, someone else's ideas in the first place? Well, it's, it, my, the odds are it's a military front, and that's how like, the yeah. ideas are come up with. They set it up like he stole information so that yeah. people are distracted. And the real yeah. secret is well, like, who has the best technology, corporate or military? Neither. Military. Both. Military always. <laughs> like unless you talk like always. Yeah. <laughs> this social media stuff is probably intelligence created. Like I know. Like when you read about <laughs> stuff like the Manhattan Project, where they yeah. fucking literally took a town, told everyone that they had to leave 
kicked everyone out of their homes, an entire town, and then moved an entire new group of people into these homes, set up a, a factory where no one knew what their job was. They all, just, they all just knew they had to do this one thing, and every piece of it was a, a part of the fucking Manhattan Project. No one who nice. worked there knew. It, it was like an entire town of like a couple thousand people that were first removed and then new people moved in. And no one knew what they were working on the entire time. They just pressed buttons and stuff. Wow. <laughs> That's so Except awesome. Except for like the head scientists, like Einstein <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's the craziest, craziest thing. And then it's like we pretend like they can't do that anymore or something. That was only 50 years ago. That's true. <laughs> yeah, people can be delusional, right? And a lot of people don't even remember that. Like, no. Most Not people don't know close. that's how that went down. No. Right? Most people have no fucking clue what's going on, right? Yeah, they're all dummies. That's why we got to tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Why you listen to the rap drugs for a pod right now so you can find out about these Tesla papers and yeah. how he was robbed by the fucking... I don't know who it was. What were these guys' names? The alien custodians? Potentially the The janitors of aliens? Yeah, so it it started out (laughs) like the FBI um, was the first one to be on the case. Like, So first, the morning after the inventor's death, his nephew, um, Sava Kosnovic, hurried to his room uh, at the Hotel New Yorker. Yeah. And by the time he arrived, Tesla's body had already been removed. So, like, Kosnovic suspected that someone had already gone through his uncle's effects. Technical papers were missing, as well as a black notebook. He knew Tesla kept a notebook with several hundred pages, some of which were marked government. P.E. Foxworth, assistant director to the New York FBI office, was called in to investigate. According to Foxworth, the government was vitally interested in preserving Tesla papers. Two days after Tesla's death, representatives of the Office of Alien Property went to his rooms at the New Yorker Hotel and seized all his possessions. So first the FBI came in and picked, cherry-picked the uh, most important stuff very quickly, cleaned up quick. Uh, Tesla supposedly died of natural causes. He was a very old man, so it's very likely. Yeah, cardiac arrest at the age of like... He was only 60. No, wasn't he a little older? Maybe he was only 60. You'd know more than me. Probably. I think I just read that. You should fact check that. Yeah. But the Tesla papers are uh, insane. Fact check yeah. that Tesla, Tesla birthday to be how, how old he was when he died. But I think it was late 60s, if anything, which even still, that was life expectancy at the time. Yeah. Got so, from like a coronary heart attack thing. Yeah. So also pretty, a very pretty legitimate. Not, also a very, a very popular way to kill uh, operatives at the time as well, though. Yeah, like, I mean, they did have the uh, the toxin. A lot of the, yeah, a lot of the OSS members died of hotel. Only, only thing they were afraid of when. Yeah, we yeah we see it time and time again where um, American intelligence agents die of cardiac arrest. Who had secrets? Maybe before they get dementia. But I I just <laughs> I. I, I felt like he's killing me. I feel like they were just waiting. I think they were just sitting on him the whole time, yeah. waiting, because they were so afraid that his cousin or whatever, whoever was supposed to get the papers in Yugoslavia, they were just afraid of that happening. 
that they were sitting and waiting for the minute he died. They were on him the whole time. Yeah, a hundred percent. It probably wasn't like they probably it was nineteen fifties maybe or something like that. So nineteen forties even. So of course, yeah. like they probably didn't have the heart attack shit going yet. The MK Ultra didn't develop it yet to kill themselves on or each other on. Yeah. So George White could dose them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Dr. John G. G. Trump was an electrical <laughs> engineer with the National Defense Research Committee of the Office of Scientific Research and Development. He was also uh, part of MIT. Uh, as we know, MIT and military have big ties in that way. Uh, was called in to analyze the Tesla papers in the Office of Alien Property Custody. Following a three-day investigation, Dr. Trump concluded his thoughts and Tesla's and efforts during at least the past 15 years were primarily of a speculative, philosophical, and somewhat promotional character, often concerned with the production and wireless transmission of power, but did not include new, sound, workable principles or methods for realizing such results. But I think Tesla came out or came up with a lot of cool, different kind of shit. Like, 15 years? No, he definitely did. I just Maybe they're just cherry-picking that trying 15 to disc- years. The, like, the end of his life, he did nothing. Yeah. What maybe. do you think? Maybe they were just super pro Edison or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> what else I'm not did really he, sure. What else did he come through with in his... Uh, I mean, he made it and then he was just trying to duff, and it just never worked out. I remember True. he tried to build, like, the... Uh, the fucking electrical towers. Yeah, it was like yeah. That he, was story. The, he was the OG of 5G. Would never work, but. <laughs> he yeah. was trying to build Corona before <laughs> it was a thing. Give y'all he, <laughs> <laughs> So that they did. He was like, he was like coming up with a bunch of different stuff to alternative to nukes. Like 5G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Death ray, he, same he thing. Had, uh, the fucking forest field wall, one of the giant forest field that surrounded the United States and could stop airplanes, melt airplane engines. <laughs> oh, flat earth. Was the plan? <laughs> he is, flat earth. You mean he created flat earth? <laughs> but yeah, no, just kidding. He created some, no, he, he wanted was to put working on real field shit. On. He was working, yeah, he, want, he made the forest field yeah. for flat earth. Uh, he was working yeah. on real shit, not fake sh- fake news. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, Tes- Tesla was a boss and a crazy inventor, and uh, he might have been a Maybe bit ahead of his time. Because uh, he he did also seem to be uh, like onto the same ideas that the Russians were in the Cold War. Yeah. So but, like. Yeah. So. Well, what do you mean? Well, just after World War II, there was like there got a renewed interest in beam weapons, obviously because of the whole nuke thing. People were scared. Yeah. So the fees there was a air a Patterson Air Force Base, an operation codenamed Project Nick was heavily funded and placed under Commander Brigadier General L. C. Craggy to test the feasibility of Tesla's concepts. Details of the experiment were never pr- published. Project was apparently discomputed. Something peculiar happened and the copy of the Tesla papers disappeared. Nobody knows what happened to them. Supposedly that happened during Operation or Project Nick. 
an Air Force project, which uh, as we Damn know now, the Air Force, or even at that time, the Air Force was in charge of the space uh, yeah. military at the time. They're just trying to figure out how to put that death rate space, make a yeah. satellite. Yeah. So yeah, in 1952, Tesla's remaining papers and possessions were released to Sava Kosnovic and returned to Belgrade, Yugoslavia, which at the time was under Soviet regime. Yeah. So for many years, uh, under Tito's communist regime, it was extremely difficult for Western journalists and scholars to gain access to the Tesla's archive in Yugoslavia. Even then, they were allowed to see only selected papers. This was not the case for Soviet scientists who came in delegations during the 1950s. Concerns increased in 1960 when Soviet Premier Khrushchev announced to the Supreme Soviet that a new fantastic weapon was in the hatching stage. Work on a beam weapons also continued in the United States. In 1958, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, initiated a top secret project codenamed Seesaw at Lawrence Livermore Laboratory to develop a charged particle beam weapon. More than 10 years and $27 million later, the project was abandoned because of the projected high costs associated with the high implementation, as well as formidable technical problems associated with atmosphere, propagating a beam through very long ranges in the atmospheres, quote. So another project, Project Seesaw, also worked on the uh, death beam, but these DARPA scientists said they had no knowledge of Tesla papers. So it might have still been held up with the Air Force. They might have been reading it without knowing it was Tesla papers, or uh, who knows what happened there. But then in the late 70s, this is why the Russia stuff's crazy. So the Cold War goes on. The late 70s, there was fear the Soviets may have achieved a technological breakthrough, and some U.S. defense analysts concluded that the large beam weapon facility was under construction near the Sino-Soviet border in southern Russia. So like Chinese-Soviet border. Sino is Chinese. Sinology is China. Chinology. <laughs> <laughs> the American response to this technological surprise was the Strategic Defense Initiative announced by President Ronald Reagan in 1983. Today, after half a century of research and billions of dollars investments, the SEI program is generally considered a failure. And there is still no realistic means of defense attack against a nuclear missile attack. <laughs> they so, say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that whole death beam may have been taken to the, the grave with Tesla if uh, John yeah. G. Trump didn't cherry pick it along with the whole time machine stuff. <laughs> Tesla's time machine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you... Uh, he quite definitely invented. Yeah, yeah. Did you read any of the other um, articles on this or have any other topics, Todd, other no. than like the, that ridiculous story? No, I did read a bit about Trump's dad, though, when I was reading about John there. Oh, yeah? Frederick. Oh, Frederick. What's he's, up with Frederick? He's got a sketchy-ass past. So they're, they're both Germans, right? Yeah. You, and uh, I don't know much about looking, them. Though. They're from uh, a place called Bavaria. It's like southern Germany. Nuts. And I think when they left, it was like its own country. It was like 1900 still. I'm not yeah. really totally sure about German history. Anyways, though, his dad was, uh, a, according to the Guardian, like a, a draft dodger, just like I think Trump was, wasn't he? 
Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Trump was. So yeah, I like father, like son. And apparently his dad was also allegedly part of the KKK, according to Vice. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, who he knows? Got Vice is pretty... With 12 other guys? <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a reach. Seemed like they were reaching, maybe. Might have been some other Frederick Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, oh yeah, probably not, but it is possible, right? Yeah. But apparently there was a minute where John almost uh, ended up being in real estate with his brother, Frederick. Are but sure? uh, he ended, it ended up not working out, probably because old Freddie was getting into the mafia too hard. <laughs> he ended up yeah. being investigated multiple times after that by the Senate committee and the New York State. I don't think they ever caught him for doing anything, though. Just yeah. investigated him a lot. <laughs> but yeah, wasn't much else. Yeah. I don't think. No, not not really too much. That's crazy, though. Yeah. <laughs> you probably can't find a yeah. lot more on on Frederick Trump. Just like you can't get Donald, Donald uh, Trump's yeah. tax returns. <laughs> I mean, it will all be speculation, just like this stuff here. So like Snopes.com is Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey, a real book from the 1890s. Two books from the 1890s contain seemingly eerie connections to modern day politics. Author Ingersoll Lockwood wrote the books Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey and 1900 or The Last President in the 1890s. Rating. Mostly true this is not a conspiracy this is real this is some real the the books the books are real the The connections are pretty stupid other than the name uh, yeah the connections are pretty stupid about other than the name but i will support it if donald trump ends up being the last president maybe foreshadowing probably not so origin Forget for a moment seemingly endless series of revelations about the Trump's White House staffing woes, the Russia conspiracy, pressing matter largely ignored in the mainstream media. Is Donald Trump a time traveler? Question has been circulating on conspiracy theory websites for several months, (laughs) backed by various pieces of evidence, such as Donald Trump's uncle, John Trump's purported relationship with Nikola Tesla. Now a series of books published over a century ago, is receiving attention for their seemingly all-too-eerie connections to the Trump family. The books, one of which is titled Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey, have been discussed (laughs) on both Reddit and 4chan. So, you know, cream of the crop of the internet geniuses. (laughs) Yeah, where all the the real conspiracies get get told. Where all the journalism unfolded. Where all the true journalism yeah. happens and the breakthroughs go. Uh, yeah. If it it's either there or QAnon.pub, I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> where you get all your facts. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground are indeed real books by writer Ingersoll. We haven't been able to uncover any evidence proving that Donald Trump and his family have access to a time machine, however. But people think Tesla worked on a time machine and John G. Trump got his hands on time machine stuff with taking over those paperwork. Both the books are archived by the Library of Congress, which is strange, and can be read, maybe because they're from 1890, and can be read 
in full on archive.org. Baron Trump's marvelous underground journey was published in 1893 and 1900 or the last president came out a few years later. According to the Encyclopedia of Science Fiction, Lockwood penned at least one other book about the Baron Trump character. The Travels and Adventures of Little Baron Trump and His Wonderful Dog Burglar. Dog Bulger. <laughs> which was published Dog in 1890. Bulger. A July 2017 article in Newsweek noted several pres present seeming connections such as the novel's Russian setting, a character named Don, and a Fifth Avenue hotel in New York City, where Trump Tower currently stands. So that's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, but by Lockwood's third novel, The Last President, things become even more eerily linked to the present day. The story begins with a scene from a panicked New York City in early November, describing a state of uproar after the election of a normally oppo enormously opposed outsider candidate. The entire East Side is in a state of uproar. Police officers shouted through the streets, warning city folk to stay indoors for the night. Mobs of vast sizes are organizing under the lead of anarchists and socialists and threaten to plunder and despoil the houses of the rich who have wronged <laughs> and oppressed them for so many years. Like this, yeah. does this not sound like this election? Like, and remember this book was written a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over a hundred years ago. It was written 126 years ago, at least. Yeah. It's from 1896. So 124 yeah. plus years ago. And it gets better. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, crazy shit. Um, entire East Side, an uproar. Anarchist, socialists, stay indoors. Fifth Avenue Hotel will be the first to feel the fury of the mob. The novel continues citing an address in New York City where Trump Tower now stands. Would the troops be in time to save it? So when Trump gets reelected and this happens, just remember Rap Drugs Pod told you so before you like... Don't think about your family and your entire life before you die. Just remember this moment. <laughs> we were right. <laughs> However, yeah. some of these, yeah, we were correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But just to give just to give uh, Snope, Snope some credit, not Newsweek. Some of the connections were slightly exaggerated or outright misstated. Main character is called Baron Trump, not because his name is Baron, but because he is a Baron. In other words, that's his title. Ah, uh, shut up. Like, Snopes, shut up. <laughs> yeah. The Trump, book Trump's kid is still named Baron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the name in the books, William Henrik Sebastian von Trump. So we know Trump Ooh. is what the Trumps were called. But Wilhelm is his yeah. actual name. Classic Nazi. <laughs> 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 Sorry for anyone named Wilhelm. <laughs> Newsweek, you're a Nazi though. Newsweek, similar mistakes. The Don Fume character is horrific for his name, calling him a man named Don. In fact, Don is a Spanish honorific meaning, Mister. Like, like Peter Thiel, the Don of the PayPal Mafia. Check out our last episode if you want to hear more about that. Clips coming out eventually. I'm just lazy this week. <laughs> uh, in fact, Don is a Spanish honorific meaning Mr. And the character, a learned Spaniard, was introduced by Lockwood on page two of Baron Trump's marvelous underground journey. Uh, Spaniard Don Constantino Bartolomeu Strefalogafugarizfum, commonly known among scholars <laughs> as Don Fum, 
Like this name is a disease. Do you see that last yeah. name? <laughs> what yeah. the what the hell? <laughs> yeah. The scientific I'm, name for a disease. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and finally for Trump disease. <laughs> the cure for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh hydrochloroquine? Yeah. Or mineral mineral miracle solution. AKA squirt bleach into your lungs. Q told you to do so. It's smart. <laughs> Donald Trump told me to squirt bleach in my lungs and I did it and now I'm suing him. <laughs> For medical malpractice. <laughs> and Dr. Fauci. <laughs> he told me to wear a mask and it didn't help. Uh, <laughs> I still got sick. <laughs> Since Fifth Avenue is a well-known part of New York that has been the site of several high-end restaurants, shops, and hotels since the late 1800s, the Waldorf Astoria was constructed on Fifth Avenue in 1893. This detail seems to be more of a reflection of the time it was written and less of a precedent of the note where Trump Tower would be eventually extracted. Shut up, Snopes. Shut up, Snopes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Although these books contain some seemingly bizarre coincidences, they are not evidence that Donald Trump has access to a time machine Time travel conspiracies such as this one pick and choose material that supports your conclusions while ignoring everything else. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Snopes. You're right. This is just like Q. Sounds stuff. like Jim Carrey's wife in the number 23. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Exactly. This sounds like, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly like it. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Sparrow. This sounds a lot like Jim Carrey's wife in real life or ex-wife, sorry, Jen Jennifer McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh getting vaccines <laughs> yeah, yeah get the vaccines dumbasses maybe not covid vaccine maybe not flu vaccine unless you're vulnerable <laughs> but like yeah i don't i don't I, want autism I'm yeah i don't i don't want people getting mmr or meningitis autism is not that bad you if you listen to it's not that uh, bad doesn't mean i want it Jeez. when did we talk Lay about off. it already or is it coming out soon autism and psychedelics I'm not sure. I think it came out a week ago or so. Yeah, Maybe I don't it's remember. it's coming out this week. Yeah, it's coming out. Can't even keep track. We just got so many episodes coming yeah, out. Yeah, the content's bumping. But yeah, you're going to hear about yeah. autism and psychedelics. If you I was just making fun of people who think that, though. Yeah, exactly. You're really, if you do think that, you're actually putting your kid at a disadvantage because it's an evolutionary advantage, dummy. <laughs> yeah. Check out the science. <laughs> science rules. But yeah, going back just needs acid too. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Vaccines and acid is actually the, the how you make geniuses. Yeah. Well, if you can yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Give them autism and give them psychedelics and they'll be fucking and then we'll have a super yeah. It'll be like an army of geniuses. Yeah. Nikola exactly. Teslas will be walking around everywhere. Exactly. You don't need therapy if you have acid and mushrooms and psychedelics. But that's why I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> that and because it's legal Back. i only do legal stuff i only do the legal stuff yeah lawyers i only do legal stuff i haven't people broke that the donate, since last time people that donate to paypal.me.rapdrugspod i only do acid mushrooms mt ghb uh, 2, 2, 2, 2 cb whatever else you want to send to me 
email below and I'll send you a PO box address. <laughs> Not my work address. <laughs> Although that would be convenient if you sent it right to my office. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, time travel conspiracy <laughs> theories <laughs> such as this one. Pick and choose material that supports your conclusions. For instance, these books also contain giant turtles, alternate dimensions, like Ong's hat, a battle with a big white crane, a dog named Bulger, and a little smiling man frozen in time. Since these aspects have no clear connection to Trump's, they are omitted from the conspiracy theory. A little well, smiling man frozen in time fair, sounds like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. To be fair, like, we don't, we, we don't know. The crazier things get, man. There might be a giant turtle. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, and... If you, what are you going to say? Native Americans are wrong? There's certain Native Americans that believe we're all riding on a giant turtle. Yeah, you racists. <laughs> Fucking racists. Yeah. But yeah, if you do want to hear about alternate dimensions that are real, check out prequel to QAnon uh, and our clip about Ong's hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's and how we're going to discover the secret portal into the other dimensions. Yeah, exactly. Join us in discovering the secret portal. Fund it at paypal.me slash rapdrugspod or buy some merch at teesprings.com slash rapdrugs. Do you, uh, do, you know, do you know Steven Crowder? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know Steven Crowder. I don't know I, him uh, a lot, but I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, he, I was watching recently some clips from a year or so ago. Nice. Apparently he had Alex Jones on a lot back yeah. then. Nice. And it was so funny. A lot they of people talking did when he was off the YouTube, which yeah, nobody mentions. Off. Yeah. yeah. They like to pretend <laughs> it was only Joe Rogan, but it was a bunch yeah. of other people too. Everyone was trying to get on the Joe Rogan train. Yeah. But yeah. Fucking, uh, Crowder had him on. Yeah. And they, they had a long conversation about drugs. And I don't, I don't know if you know Crowder's like super against all drugs. He's, he's kind of like a, a stickler. Because he's super sober? Christian. They're also super oh. Christians, yeah. Yeah. If, he's well, if sober, sober guy. If you were an alcoholic or a drug addict, I don't he, blame you. He used to work at Fox, and someone said that when he went to the bar, someone at Fox said when he went to the bar, he used to drink milk. <laughs> they were making fun of him, hardcore. Nice. <laughs> said he, would, he sat down cross-legged in the middle of the bar and was drinking a glass of milk. Nice. <laughs> Todd watches. But, uh, Todd does the research. I just watch the comedian podcast. I keep up with the funny stuff. Like I'm watching like Man Shane Seeger podcast talk about that autistic dating show, <laughs> and Todd's watching Stephen Crowder talk about like pol political shit. I, but, I, I, Stephen Crowder and Alex Jones though it was fucking. Yeah. you got it's a hilarious. I interview. can't blame you. No, they yeah. anything with Alex Jones is awesome. Stephen Crowder takes him seriously, and I'm surprised anyone takes him seriously now. Oh, I also watch Tinfoil. Alex Hat, Jones so. is sitting there like. <laughs> Alex Jones is sitting there though, and he's like. He's like, drugs, all they do is they let you see into the fourth and fifth dimension. They nice. are they're, they're take, they're looking into the veil. When you take drugs, you are removing the veil that God gave you because they're both hardcore Christians. Yeah. So they're like, the Bible says that there's a veil and you need to, you need to fucking not take drugs because God put blinders on you for a reason. So you, you can operate functionally into the third dimension. And then he just starts yelling. I don't want to see giant praying mantises. When I know a guy who took DMT and he saw a giant praying mantis. Sounds terrifying. <laughs> That's funny. Like he says, uh, Eddie Bravo and Joe Rogan only see nice things when they take DMT because they're good people. 
<laughs> Alex Jones said that on Crowder. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But that's, I believe that's true. Like what is in your mind at the time is what will be uh, brought to light. Like, like Joe Rogan says about the fucking jokers giving him the finger. I know he always talks about that, but uh, yeah. Like if that's in the back of your mind, it'll come to the front because it's the biggest issue. It's holding you up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think, I think Alex Jones is just low key scared of his own thoughts. Hundred percent. Well, when it need, maybe something yeah. very traumatic has happened to him. Like, cause that's the Probably. other thing. I would, the more traumatic of experiences I've had, the more I would be scared to do psychedelics. When I realized I had nothing to be scared of, like I became one of the, I think biggest advocates in my own mind. But like, I didn't really yeah. start speaking out about it until lately because, I don't know. I guess I was just distracted by other things like too, too uh, stricken down by poverty mindset, trying to get myself ahead in life. I'm doing fine now. So yeah. Want to be rich. Yeah. Want to be well, that Wiz Khalifa rich. I just wanted to not be poor. That was all like, I, just, I wanted to be able to afford. I just want everything I own to be all white. <laughs> yeah. Preferably. <laughs> That's the next step. <laughs> But I don't mind also just living comfortably with very little. As yeah. long as I don't have to live off a credit card or someone else's hard work and can support yeah. myself. So, yeah. I think that's all we really wanted to tell people about the Tesla papers is that there, it is some pretty crazy shit. And maybe, yeah. maybe really there is a time story. machine that went to John Trump. And maybe Baron Trump is traveling around. Um, Maybe Donald Trump yeah. is nothing to do. Maybe there's he doesn't only know anything one about Trump. Yeah. Trump's come like eight or nine times. That's where all these kids came from. That's why they all look so weird. True. Every time he travels through time again, he looks weirder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. It's all the same person, right? I think yeah. Baron Trump looks like so, like a lot, lot more like the Melania. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Something about him looks like Eastern European, less Germanic. <laughs> he, he's the normalest looking one i think the other ones yeah. all look like they got kids in their basement you know they they all they look the same they fold their... yeah no they, they look dead their... in their eyes <laughs> like you look into the, they look like they're on adderall <laughs> all of them yeah exactly except the black part of their eyes is bigger than the colored part yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah i don't know if i said it earlier in this part my friends call me adolf <laughs> 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 Wilhelm, Wilhelm, <laughs> Wilhelm, <laughs> Wilhelm von Troop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I said it earlier in this pod. Uh, if I haven't, I feel awful. If I have, you deserve to hear it again. We really appreciate you guys uh, putting up with us and coming out for us. Uh, if you listen to the latest Tim Dillon pod, he's a professional, and even he's having trouble getting stage time. So like yeah. we know we're not funny. Uh maybe just to us, maybe to a select few. We do make some good jokes there, you gotta admit, you're cracking up once in a while. But we'll get we'll keep getting funnier the more practice we get in. So we really appreciate you guys putting in the groundwork and the hours with us and following us early on. As the open yeah. mics become available, we'll be we'll be working those too. Uh we're gonna keep putting out a couple podcasts a week. 
so that way we can keep uh getting sharper getting smarter bringing you cool shit like this bad boy todd's background maybe todd will have bluetooth headphones next time <laughs> maybe he'll uh you know brush his teeth like he shaved his hair and beard off like who knows <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll take a shower <laughs> probably not but yeah yeah it's been so this is the rap drugs pod not the uh rap and um, science not the catholic physicist pod. Fairy. <laughs> science and catholic not the physicist. rap research and physicists <laughs> religion pod <laughs> not the fucking ned flanders pod yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah simpsons is dope though or was dope i don't know oh yeah r.i.p simpsons <laughs> good simpsons uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, we really appreciate you guys coming out and sticking up with us. We really want to hear your feedback. So don't forget to comment below, uh, email us or text us. If you don't want people to see what you're saying, we'd love to appreciate it. Or if you want to shout out on the show or send us a story, a video, an image, yeah, send we'll it by email. Show. Uh, and don't forget to, to su subscribe and hit the bell. And even more important than that, share below. If you don't like us, you don't want to subscribe, but you know somebody who might, Hit the share. We'd really appreciate it. We love yeah. you for it. Uh, and <laughs> Even if you know someone who might really, really hate it, you know, send it to them too. Yeah, exactly. And if you can't put up with the terrible video quality uh, and the disgusting look of my face and Todd's face, it's probably because when you look in the mirror every day, you want to kill yourself. But that's okay because we're on the podcast player. You don't have to look at any screens or mirrors or reflective surfaces. Yeah. Uh, just, you can just download to my beautiful voice podcast player and yeah give us a five-star review and yeah todd's todd sounds like an angel i sound like the devil so it's good balance <laughs> 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 if you believe in that kind of thing like alex jones and steven crowder yeah. and if you don't uh you're a degenerate like us so <laughs> no no hate it's all love for everyone <laughs> That's why we smoke weed. Yeah. One love. <laughs> Anything else for the fans this week, Todd? No. I love you all. all Stay right. saucy. <laughs> Productions. <coughs> <coughs> Todd with the hot sauce. <laughs>